it is your girl Tiffany, aka Opinionated STEM, your host of the Good, Be Bad, and Be Absurd podcast. You may not believe this because of the smile on my face, but this is my third take of doing this episode. I'm not really sure what's going on with my microphone, but I record 20 minutes of great content, and then when I play it back, it's nothing but static, even though I already did a test. So let's do this again, okay? Three times a charm, all right? So I had a dream, right? And I said that we weren't going to talk about animals anymore, but I had a dream about chickens. And you know, my last episode was about chickens, well, roosters to be exact. And I'm like, I told you I'm not doing this anymore. So like, what is the correlation between chickens? Well, I think I it was kind of more about hot wings. I don't know if you ever saw that show, Hot Ones, which I love that show. But then I was like, okay, that's a sign. That's a sign. I want to give a shout out to my friend Sam, who has her own hot sauce line called Hot and Saucy, which I love. I haven't really tasted it, to be honest, because I have heartburn. But my friends who've had it said it's amazing. And all of the millions of people around the world who've had it said it's amazing. And I want to congratulate her on being on Oprah's 2023 favorite things list. Okay, so that had to be the sign about why I was dreaming about chickens, even though I know I was going to talk about this episode. So that was my sign. So the next thing that I was thinking about is, why do I want to do an episode about sharing? And so I've been falling asleep lately to my television, playing and listening and watching me as I'm falling asleep. And so I feel like there was an episode about sharing. I don't know if it was kids in it, but I said, you know, let me see if there's any research studies done on sharing. And because research is done about literally everything that happens on earth, I knew I was going to find something. And it took me no time to find a research study about sharing. And so this episode is going to be talking about hashtag goals. Okay. So we see this a lot on social media about hashtag goals when it comes to celebrities, celebrity couples, celebrity families, celebrity homes, celebrity vacations, celebrity, celebrity, right? It's always goals. Or it doesn't have to be, you know, someone famous. It could just be like maybe an entrepreneur or someone who's been very, very successful in their career. And we're like, goals, I want that. And so let's kind of talk about it and narrow it down to career goals, right? That's what this research study that I found was all about. And it was done um, with researchers at the university, at the Ohio State University. And this came out in online in September 2019, and then it was subsequently published in the um, Journal of Applied Psychology. And the reference article is, When Goals Are Known, The Effects of Audience Relative Status on Goal Commitment and Performance. And we'll kind of get into that a little bit later. I'm going to drop this um, journal and my episode caption for you. If you cannot access it, please, please jump into my DMs. I'm a painted stem on pretty much all social media platforms and let me know if you want a full copy because some things that I find for me that I, you know, don't really like is that a lot of these journals are restricted or you either have to pay for it, which defeats the purpose of being transparent when it comes to research if the only people who can read what the study results were are people who are either doing the research or people like you who are researchers and not the people who participated, meaning the subjects. So anyway, I have the access. So if you want to get that article, please let me know. Um, And maybe that's something that I hope that the medical and research community out there will think about transparency and how else you can help fund your research and fund your journal articles and fund your publications without having to have people like us 
the you know the participants and the subjects have to pay to get that information. So again, off that soapbox. So let's talk about sharing, right? So is sharing caring or is sharing detrimental when it comes to revealing, let's say, your career goals to others, right? So this study at The Ohio State University consisted of three parts. So we're going to break those three parts down. Um, this is, again, my third time discussing it to myself. So I'm going to break it down um, very quickly, but very in-depth for you so we can kind of get an idea of what they were looking at, right? So study number one used 482 participants. Um, you know, we don't really talk about compensation a lot when it comes to clinical research, but these participants were compensated. I saw 75 cents. I hope I didn't see Maybe I was missing a decimal. Maybe it was $75. I saw 75 cents. So I was like, okay, if nothing else is absurd, give me 75 cents for, you know, participating in the survey, not even a dollar. But again, maybe I was missing a decimal and saw one that shouldn't have been there. But so some other stats about this group in uh, the study number one as part of this research, the average age was 33 years old. But the majority, uh, over 66%, were college graduates, and they had been in their careers, which were mostly professional and technical settings, for an average of about six years. So this is a demographic of the people that were in this uh, subpart of that study. And what they were given were a survey, and they were asked about their goals, to share those goals, and if you could share them with someone else. Right. And when you tell them what they are, but also if you could share it with someone else, who would you share it with? Would it be someone like a spouse, supervisor, a coworker, um, a friend who isn't a coworker, um, maybe someone else, right? Maybe a parent, maybe another family member, right? There's so many areas of, you know, people that we can share that with. And so what they found in this group was that researchers uh, came up with, you know, this data that working adults frequently do share their personal goals, but they share them and they're more committed to attaining them when they're shared with someone who is in a higher status, right? Again, I use quotes with that because, you know, we'll talk about why when I get to my sass, when I talk about these research studies, right? So basically what they're saying is, you know, if I'm a project associate and I want to share my goal of, you know, becoming a project manager, I'm probably going to share that goal with my manager um, or maybe my manager's manager um, rather than maybe a friend or, you know, a close significant other or, you know, thing like that, because maybe it's going to make me more committed to attaining that because they're going to see that achievement and they understand the work that I do more so than maybe my friends or, or loved ones would. So that's study one. So study two, as part of this, were undergraduate students. So they actually separated this into two groups, and I'll explain why. Mm -hmm. So the first group, there were 171 undergraduate students, and their compensation was extra credit. Now, I'm going to go with extra credit has more value than 75 cents, maybe even $75, right? Because we like that extra credit in college, okay? Come on, talk about it. Um, so in this, in this part of the study, they weren't giving a survey. They were rather given task to do, right? So it was task-based sessions where you have to complete this um, in this amount of time. And then they were told, you know, we're going to go into the main part of these questions and you're going to have to complete these tasks, but it's going to take you three times as long. So write down what your goals are to complete this task as quickly as possible, even though you know it's going to take you three times as long. Right. That is what that group was. And the average age of these undergraduate students 
were 20 years old, right? So undergrad, what are your goals? You know, you want to complete this task, um, even though it's going to take three times as long, how are you going to do that? What's your goal to do that, right? So the other part of that were 185 undergraduate students, same course in another semester, and they were told to do the same task-based sessions, right? You're going to use preliminary ones, then you're going to do another set that's going to take you three times as long, or what are your goals to, you know, achieve that? And so they put these two groups into certain conditions, right? And I'm going to go over those conditions. So you did the task, you set your goals out. So what they were told was the goals that you set are going to be shared with a researcher. This researcher is a lab assistant, right? That's what you're told. So I'm going to be the researcher, right? So I'm a lab assistant. So the first group, and they were all chosen randomly, which condition they were going to be under. I come in, I'm a lab assistant. I tell you all that I'm a postdoctoral student in your business school. Um, I come in a suit. I have a clipboard. I come to everyone's desk. I look at your goals. I take notes. And I spend considerable time at every desk, right, getting this information. Not necessarily talking to you, but just getting this information. That's called a high-status goal audience, okay? Right? Lab assistant, business suit. I'm a postdoctoral student, I have high education, things like that. Your low status goal audience is going to be me. I come into another group. I am also a lab assistant. This time I tell you that I am a college student at a local community college and I work part-time at your business school. So that's why I'm here to be helping out as a researcher, right? Um, not really sure if they had a clipboard, but I do go to everybody's desk, spend the same considerable amount of time. Um, Maybe taking notes, maybe not taking notes. I'm not really sure. You have to look at the actual article to see what the breakdown was and that. So that's what, you know, those are both, this, both groups were given either one of those conditions. Now, that first group was given the third condition that the second group wasn't. That was a private goal, which means that I'm going to tell you that you're going to write down your goals, how you want to achieve this next set of tasks that we're going to be giving you, even though it takes three times longer. Here I am again. I'm your lab assistant. I still have on casual clothes. I don't tell you anything about me. You don't know where I work, if I'm in school or not. Um, I don't have a clipboard. I pretty much just come around. Don't look at your goals. Just make sure your computer's working and that it's capturing your responses um, accurately. That's what I do, right? So this is what they found. The same thing almost. So what they found was that those who were in that higher status goal audience were more uh, committed to achieving their goal and they actually did better at completing those tasks. Um, you know, they were committed to completing a task because that person that came in had this higher authority, higher status, and they wanted to basically please that person apparently, or at least think that they're at the level of that person or are attained to be at a level of that person. And that happened, even though it happened in the other group when I came in as, you know, a casual lab assistant, they were committed to their goal, but not as committed to achieving and attaining it as that one when I came in in my suit. Now, for those who didn't share it, indifferent. They wrote it down. They turned it over. Nobody's coming to look at it, so only I'm going to know. So am I really, if I don't do as good, only I'm going to know it unless I express it, which I'm not. So, you know, they were kind of just indifferent. Um, they didn't do worse or better. They just kind of were. There wasn't really anything to measure in terms of that, right? And so, you know... What, you know what that proves, right? It's kind of going in that same thing. It's kind of supporting what adults did when they had a job and they wanted to tell someone the highest status. Now, the last part of the study, okay, 
292 participants, also undergraduate students, still same average age of 20 years old, but it's a little bit different, right? So these undergraduate students are enrolled in an introductory management course. And this part of the study is a little more long-term, where we want to kind of see some measurable um, findings, right? So they were given two study, two surveys during the study. Um, and it was administered during the second week of the course, but it was prior to any graded assignments. So you come to class, just started, the semester's going great, haven't really had any graded assignments yet. I come in and tell you, okay, I want you to tell me what GPA or what grade do you want to have in this class based on what your current GPA is. So if I have a 2.8, back in the day, a 2.8 was kind of like a solid B minus B, right? That's what it was back in the day. I don't know what it is now. And I say, you know what? I want a 2.9 or 2.95. That's what I want. I want a B plus in this class, right? I want to kind of bump my GPA up, right? My grade point average. And so again, they were told that you were going to share these goals, but they were told what category they were going to share them with, right? Whether it was, again, uh, maybe a professor, maybe a loved one, maybe a, another graduate student, which is similar to other, right? Maybe like a mentor, um, or a significant other, that same kind of group, right? And what they found, kind of with all the other groups, is that those who had who shared their goals with someone with a higher status, maybe say a professor, they actually were more committed and they were found to do better on their in that course than those who had a lower status audience or you know didn't share goals right and so you know all of this to say right it was a lot right so all of this to say is that their findings actually show that sharing is beneficial which counters previous literature and current literature that's out there including a ted talk that they referenced that they says has six million views and that was in 2019 so imagine how many views they have now where the premise was that you shouldn't share your goals right so it's kind of a toss-up right now let me give you my two cents about the whole thing i think that it isn't more so about status as it is about value so who do you value when you share information? And so let's have a little therapy session here. I'm the one sitting laying down, okay? I'm not the therapist. I tend to not want to share goals that I have. And it's not because I want to just keep it private or I want to give it to someone with higher status. It's because I'm more afraid of a disappointment if I don't achieve it. And that's something that I'm learning about myself, right? But it's not that I don't value the people that I'm telling. So basically what this research says, which I actually don't agree with, because I could have someone who's a friend who does nothing about, knows nothing and does nothing like what I do, wants to know what I do. I can share my goals with them because I can be free in, in telling them this is what my goals are and how I plan to achieve it rather than me telling maybe professor that's going to say, in order to achieve it, you must do this, 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 and that, right? So I kind of can carve my own way in how I want to achieve that goal. So for me, it's not really about the status level in terms of their professional career or where they are in their career or where I put them. It's kind of what value do I have in this person that I'm sharing this information with? And, you know, I, I again, I just said to myself, because I, I, I this has happened recently, recently, where I was like, I know I got that. I know I got it. It's mine. And I shared it with anybody who listened. And it wasn't mine. Right. And so for me, 
I was like, I know I shouldn't share it with nobody. But again, me sharing it wasn't because I didn't value the people I shared it with. It was because of the embarrassment and disappointment in myself of having to share that news rather than the goal of sharing it, the result, which wasn't favorable for me. And so I had to kind of rework in myself in which I, you know, I kind of agree with this, the findings here because I, but I don't think it's status. I think it's more value, right? So who do I value? And if you value people based on where they are in their career or, you know, then, th then that's one thing. Um, or if you value the person for who they are and what they can bring to you in terms of supporting you in your mission and achieving your goal, well, then that could be whoever you choose, right? And that's the thing about research that these findings, and that's the thing, if you didn't know, the whole purpose of a clinical trial is to come to generalizable knowledge, not specific. So one thing doesn't have to work for everyone because it won't, right? And so I think that's what this finds, that there may be people out there who say, no, don't share your goal. And they have reasons why they've done their own studies, why, had their own clinical trials, why. And then there are people like the Ohio State University who say, you know, no, sharing your goal with someone of higher status, you will, you may be, or it's shown to be, you're more committed. And in some cases, you actually do achieve those goals. And then you have someone like me where it's like, yes, I also agree with um, sharing, even though, you know, there's a thing that's oversharing too. And so I, I have to have a balance of my, my sharing and what I what I choose to share. But I also have to be better about sharing in my disappointment when I don't get something either because I think that's part of the human behavioral process, right? That we only want to share good things, right? It's also like on Instagram or on Twitter or on TikTok, which again, we go there because we want mindless entertainment. But we also see a lot of things that are false narratives about the way people are living. And so we say goals, hashtag goals. Look it up. I'm pretty sure there are billions of hashtags and post about goals, right? And so it's like, again, what do we value, right? And so I just thought it was a good conversation starter. So I'm not going to keep this going because I'll see how many minutes this one is. But I tend to think it goes about the same amount of time because I really do have uh, a lot to say about this. Um, so I want to know what you think. Do you share your goals? If so, drop it in my chats. Drop it in the comments. Let me know why. And let me know who do you share your goals with, right? Um, and and do you base it on where they are in their career or what their value is to you? And when do you share? Do you share it after you already achieved the goal to say, I've been trying to get this goal for so long, right? So it's almost like a vision board. I have a vision board. I have a digital vision board, but it's like a vision board. I I haven't, I don't think I've shared it with people, but I don't see why I can't. I used to have a vision board that was actually on my wall so anybody could see it. But then there's someone like, no, you should keep it to yourself because, you know. But then it's like, I think it's individual, but I don't think it's for a researcher or even findings to say that one is better than the other. And so I think it's a conversation to have. So I wouldn't put one stance on it, even though my opinion is that, you know, I think there are some things to share, some things that you may not want to share, but it's why are you sharing and why are you not sharing, right? So if I'm sharing with someone who has my best interest and really wants to see me motivated and supported and will build me up in that goal, then of course I'm going to share that with them. But if I feel like, and it might, somebody might say, oh, that's great, right? Again, if they don't know what I do, like, oh, I'm doing this podcast on clinical research, clinical trials. I want to get so many followers. 
I can tell you, 90% of my friends, my friends don't look at this podcast because they don't do clinical research and they don't want to, right? And so I get that. But there are also millions of clinical research professionals out there. And so I do want to reach that. And that is a goal of mine. And so the people that I tell, anyone who will listen, okay? High status, low status, no status, I want you, all right? So with that being said, um, three times a charm. So I'm going to hand it over to you. Again, find me on all the socials, Opinionated STEM. Drop in my DMs, drop a comment. Let me know what you think about this episode, about sharing your goals. Also, let me know if there's any research study out there that you maybe saw in the news or there's something that you want to talk about or if you even have a question about clinical trials or clinical research. Because honestly, clinical research does affect, even if you're not... Um, you know, just someone in the public who doesn't do this kind of work, you know, you are the ones that drive the data. You are the one that drives drugs to market. You are the one that drives a lot of things, right? They're, they're clinical trials for a lot of things, not just drugs, right? And so with that being said, I'm going to let you go. I want you to enjoy your fall holidays. Of course, I'll be back before um, Thanksgiving for those of you who celebrate Thanksgiving. Also, if you're like me and you get that seasonal depression because, you know, dark mode comes on your phone at 5 o'clock p.m., the sun goes down around the same time and you're not with that, I am with you. And let's support each other in that. Okay, so (laughs) my goal is that we are going to have, you know, a good, good fall, winter, um, hopefully not too brutal, but again, global warming. So I I would actually rather it be cold if it's going to help us in our our, our earth and our world. So, again... Peace. I will see you next time.